What's up? How are you? It's a Monday and it's the first of the year. First day of the year. Did you really think I wasn't going to do a podcast? And I wasn't going to just drop in, see how things are going for you. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and a great New Year's Eve. Maybe you're recovering. Maybe you drank a little bit too much last night and you don't know what's up. You had to puke and then you had to shit and then maybe you got McDonald's for breakfast. I don't know. Whatever it is that you did, glad you're here. Glad you're with me right now. Last night, I had a fantastic time. It was about 10.30 or so. And I called Isaac from the Weird Sisters, and I was just going to say, yo, what's up? Are you guys in town or not? Gabby picked up, talked to Gabby for a second. She's like, yeah, we're just chilling at the house. You should stop through. And I was like, is there going to be a lot of people? Like, is it going to be a crazy Weird Sisters party? And she said, no, it's chill. It's just the homies. So I uh, I told her, oh, I'll, I'll be there after midnight. I'll be there after midnight. Because, uh, you know, I, I want to sulk and brood and think about going and decide that I'm not going to go and then last minute decide I'm going to go, you know, uh, go through that whole thing. But I just said, fuck it. I packed up my base right away as soon as I hung up with her and I was like, I'm just going to go now. And because I, I know I w- would convince myself otherwise if I didn't. So went over, had a fantastic time. We lit off fireworks. Uh, the Violet Moons were there. Kira and Aubrey talked to them about their cats, uh, saw how uh, Noki and, uh, and Jorah were doing. Uh, they were telling me stories about them and how they showed me a picture of them cuddling together and then told me about giving them baths and how they hated it. And um, I really enjoyed that. And then saw Evan Bailey there. I feel like I see Evan maybe once or twice a year. So it was good to see him. And then uh, John Eldridge was there. We had all jammed. Vinny from Semi Supervillains was there. Um, Evan played a gig recently with uh, with Semi Supervillains, so he was telling me about that, and I, I was really proud to hear it. Just to see the way that he's grown as a musician from the time that I've known him until now, it's been really good to see, and I can tell he just has grown leaps and bounds since the last time I, I had played with him. Um, so we jammed. We lit off the fireworks first. When I had got there, they were jamming upstairs, um, so I stopped in just to see them play, and they sounded great, and then went downstairs to uh, to see Gabby, and she was hanging in the kitchen with Kira and Aubrey, so chatted with them for a few minutes, and it was just nourishing to my spirit. We went out, did the fireworks. It was a little bit chilly last night, but it was fun to light the fireworks, Went back in, we palled around, and then we started jamming. Uh, and it was, as always, a, a legendary New Year's Eve Weird Sisters jam. Those, those are my favorite New Year's Eves, is the one where it's like you have no plans and it's just completely unexpected. Because uh, that, that's what last night was. And it was very nourishing to my spirit. It was something that I needed that I didn't even know that I needed. I've, I've been feeling just kind of in a bad mood the past couple of days. I don't know if it's the end of the year or what it is, but typically at the end of the year, some shit always happens to me. Like a couple of years ago is when I accidentally smoked that fucking weed that was laced with crack or cocaine or whatever, and I ended up in the hospital. Um, It wasn't on New Year's Eve. It was like right before that, and then the whole vertigo thing happened two years ago, 
and I just wanted to have a good time with my friends. We did, and it was really cool to hang out with everyone. I really enjoyed it, and I didn't even know that I needed it, how badly I needed something like that. I, I isolate sometimes, and I just always tell myself, oh, yeah, I'll do something later maybe, but I never do. I end up just staying at my house and watching TikTok, um, which is rotting my brain. Uh, you know, the social media thing, I feel like it's important to have it as a musician, but I, I don't think if I was a musician or I did the podcast or anything that I'd want to have social media. Because really, I don't really post that much shit about my life. I just really post about the music shit, which I guess in turn is my life and my podcast shit, which I guess is in turn my life, but... Yeah, I, uh, overall, it was a really great time, and it felt good to be with friends, and to laugh with them, and to play music. Um, I played my Mustang bass, which the Mustang bass is really cool, it's a vibe, um, but the P bass is, is still where it's at for me. M the Mustang bass it's it's like an ankle gun. Uh, you, you definitely want to have it, especially if you're if you're at a card table. But the uh, the P base is the revolver on the on the hip. You know, it's it's the meet me at high noon out on out on the on the main street, and we're gonna we're gonna do a little duel here. And no, nothing beats a P base, obviously. A P base with flat wounds. If you don't. If you don't play flat wounds as a bassist, you're really just a glorified guitar player. Do you have any resolutions? Think about it for a second. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. If you don't, that's okay too. I I think my resolutions are really about just leading a healthier lifestyle. I've been trying to go running and all this shit. But my health has prevented me from doing that a little bit. You know, I'm in a little bit of downturn right now with, with my health, and that's been a bummer. Working on it, figuring it out. But this is the year where I'm, I'm going to change that once and for all. We're going to find out what's actually going on and make those necessary changes because I'm just tired of idly kind of waiting by to get better. I don't really like going to the doctor. No one does, I don't think. So that's one thing I have on my mind. I got the uh, the upright. I feel like that's a journey I'm going to be going on this year. And just overall, going for the jazz theory and doing all that shit. I, I think a jazz theory really makes me a better player. It increases my vocabulary, even on the electric, and makes me overall just have a better understanding of the instrument because it is a journey a journey that just keeps on going I'm excited today I haven't felt this excited in a while I got home maybe at two or three in the morning last night maybe a little bit before that but I slept in until 1 p.m. which is something I never do like I never sleep in that late but my phone died and my apple watch died Overnight, I didn't plug them in because I knew I didn't have to work today, so I was like, fuck it. Um, but I wasn't expecting to uh, to sleep in that late, 
woke up, had a little bit of he- uh, headache, needed some nicotine, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna gonna pop in a Zin, and uh, popped in the Zin. Still felt the headache. Got it a little bit now. Drinking water though, trying to just uh, get back on it. Gonna do some stuff today. I'm gonna gonna do some jamming. I don't know what I'm gonna work on musically yet, but I I feel excited to work on something. I've been working on songs lately. Um, and I, I there's nothing really that's resonated with me. I've I've done like a bunch of like little disco instrumentals, and they've been cool, but it's like I'm I'm leading up to something right now. Now I'm getting the juices flowing again to be able to do something cool. Take some time for me. Um, plus, as an artist, uh, I feel like we all have a special thing that we're we're really good at doing. And when I look at myself overall, I think I'm good at producing. I'm really good at working with people. As a songwriter, I write only two or three kinds of songs, if I'm going to be real. I write serial killer kind of songs that are a little bit spooky and a little bit creepy, and then I write Beatles-style happy tunes um, that are just uh, like happy-go-lucky in a, in a good mood. I'd like to expand my palette a little bit more this year. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but that's where doing the work comes in. It's digging in deep. Um, and it's it takes t- time away from songwriting. Really, what I got to do is learn some different chords on the guitar. When it when it comes to that, I got to do some prep work on a top secret album that I'm recording here in January uh, for a, for a great artist that uh, that's very talented. I can't say who it is. I don't know if it's if it's public knowledge yet, but I'm looking forward to that as well. Maybe I'll play a little upright on that. That'll take some work, though, to get to that point. So we'll see. There's some cool stuff in the works for sure. Uh, Danny and I are supposed to be getting together soon to work on the podcast set. We're going to modify it a little bit, move it move it to somewhere else in the basement. That might be a little bit better of a backdrop. So I'm looking forward to that. Doing a little rebranding of the podcast. So I'm excited to share the new logo when it's ready, but it's really cool and I feel like it fits the show well. Um, So t-shirts and all that shit are going to be coming soon, too. I've been seeing online that the Epstein client list is supposed to be released soon here in the new year, but I don't know... I don't I don't know if it's going to happen to be honest or we're if we're really going to see anything different from what we've already seen with it. I think there's too many powerful people that have probably done some really fucked shit with Jeffrey Epstein for them to openly release who went there and what what went on there. I mean it I can I can only imagine there's some really dark shit that happened. The other thing is like they always talk about like the the element of oh these were 16-year-old girls and all of that which is super fucked. But you got to think if they were able to procure 16-year-old girls for sex trafficking, 
It's not like these predators have morals and they just stop there. What stops them from fucking an eight-year-old boy or like a baby or something like that? You know what I mean? I, I don't think there's anything that would really stop these monsters because that's what they are. They're, they're monsters. They're losers. Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell did some really fuck shit, you know? Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I mean, that's pretty common knowledge throughout the lay of the land. It's the same thing with, like, JFK, that that it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. I just think that if the information actually got released, it would shake the fabric of American society so hard that it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen because of that reason. Because uh, people would be demanding these these fucks, these horrible fucks, their heads, and they're not going to risk their power. There might be a few people that they have as sacrificial lambs, for sure. But other than that, I just don't think anything is going to come from it as much as I would love it. I went deep down that rabbit hole as it was happening. I, I'll be honest, I wanted QAnon to be real so bad, but in the reality that we live in, it was about three or four months out from the election, and I just realized, oh, all this shit is probably happening, like all the fuck shit, they're probably like raping babies and drinking blood and all that stuff, but there's nothing that can be done for it. There, There's no... There's there's going to be no victory from this because evil evil's like a circle just keeps going you know doesn't ever stop Okay, let's get to some 2024 predictions. Prediction number 1. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to get engaged. That's my first prediction. Is that they're going to get engaged. It's going to be a big deal. I, I think they'll have an engagement party that's put online and televised. Um, we're going to start seeing the ramp up of that of T-Swift's marriage. This is American royalty, after all, getting married. That's going to be a big deal. The election is happening this year. When summer hits, when the weather get, gets warm, American cities will burn. People will riot for one reason or another. There's going to be another event that happens like George Floyd's murder. Um, and, I mean, as fucked as it, is, as it is, that shit happens every day in America. And it's super unfortunate. There's going to be another situation like that of something that is fucked that happens every single day and people all of a sudden decide to give a fuck about it because it blows up on social media or the the news indoctrination networks tell you to care about this now and to be angry about it. Because um, I think so much of the shit like that happens that we get numb to it. It's like school shootings. They're so fucked and horrible and awful but th there's going to be uh, a couple of narratives that are going to get picked out for the election. Um, not sure what they're going to be yet. 
I imagine probably on the Republican side, it's going to be getting involved in wars that have nothing to do with us. Like the whole Israel-Palestine thing, which, I mean, both sides seem pretty fucked in what they're doing. I don't really have a, a proper diagnosis for that or honestly a grand opinion on that. I just think it's fucked that everybody always fucks with Israel. They they literally the the Jewish people had to get their own country because they always get chased out of wherever they are and they're always bullied and fucking targeted. Uh and I know that's an unpopular opinion to say, but uh they de- they deserve to have Israel. They deserve to have their their own land and their own peace. They're just surrounded by people who are indoctrinated to hate them and want to kill them. Um, Is it provoked? Is it unprovoked? I don't know. I really don't fucking know. I have no idea. I'm not educated on this at all. Other prediction for 2024. China is going to take Taiwan back. It will be swift and it will be quick. It will not be a drag out like the whole Ukraine-Russia thing was. I think there's going to be resolution to that this year too whether it happens earlier or later in the year i'm guessing the closer that we get to the presidential election some something will happen with all previously mentioned things i think everybody is going to want to make their moves if there's any chance that donald trump could come back because he's going to drop his dick on the table and start threatening to bomb people if they don't get in line and is that right or is that wrong? I don't know. Uh, the rest of the world doesn't play by the rules that America plays by. We don't even play by our own fucking rules, if I'm going to be real with you. But we have a couple different things that make us different and u- unique um, as a country. One, we have people from all over the world that come to the U.S., and it's a beautiful thing. We have the the mending of all these different cultures, the melting pot. Is it a successful experiment? I don't know. Uh, to, to be determined. I think it's great, though, that you can go to different places um, and learn about different people's backgrounds, cultures, and uh, enjoy their food, enjoy their music. Because the, the unifier among all cultures around the world, it's going to be food and music. Every single culture has it. Whether they're eating bugs off of a stick or they are like America, like fucking, you know, barbecue or pizza, whatever. Even though pizza is technically Italian, it was actually, it's an, it's considered an American cuisine. I'm hoping the Yankees win the World Series this year. Big time. They got Juan Soto now. They got to make a few other moves as far as pitching goes. But uh, they're they're gearing up to have a bounce back year in 2024. Last year was an anomaly. Aaron Judge, he went through a wall at Dodger Stadium, tore a ligament in his toe. So, you know, that whole thing happened. But it was it was a miserable year as a Yankee fan. It was like every single day. It's like, oh, lost another game. Oh, lost another game. So I'm looking forward to a 2024 bounce back for them and seeing how Juan Soto does because he's going to be in a contract year. So last year of his contract got traded, all of that. And he's going to be on a huge stage playing in New York, which I think is going to be great 
for him. I just hope the Yankees are able to keep him because he's young and he's still got a lot of career left in him. Have you been following this whole thing about Gypsy Rose Blanchard? This is the first time that I had heard about it. I might have heard about it previously. I'm not sure. Um, but it's it's pretty fucked up. Uh, it, it sounds like this, uh, I mean, long story short, her mother got murdered by a guy that she was dating. Um, and I guess Gypsy Rose Blanchard, she just got out of jail, but basically her mom had like this thing with her that was Munchausen's by proxy where she made her ride around in a wheelchair. She told her she had leukemia uh, asthma and MS and had the mental uh, capacity of like a seven-year-old due to brain damage um, as a result of uh, premature birth. I'm, I'm reading straight from Wikipedia here. Uh, but yeah, so I'm kind of interested in this because it sounds like this girl was basically abused by her mother um, psychologically speaking and it seems super fucked up. She was granted a, a 10-year uh, prison sentence. Um, I guess she was dating a guy that had killed her, but it's sad as fuck overall. Um, I feel really bad for the, for that Gypsy Rose girl. I, I guess she tried to go to a Kansas City Chiefs football game because she was hoping to meet Taylor Swift. The, the word is that she had been getting her commissary money and spending it on on Taylor Swift's albums and really fell in love with her music, which is just, to me, there's something very wholesome about a a person falling in love with Taylor Swift in prison, uh, her music. Because, you know, Taylor's music, it's pretty hopeful overall, I would say. Um, I like Shake It Off. I'm, there's something I really don't like about Taylor Swift, but, man... You can't deny her uh, her power, dude. She's the most powerful person in the world. More powerful than the president. She could be president if she wanted. I feel like we're going to hear more shit about aliens, too. Um, it's it's going to be continue to be a slow drift. There's going to be nothing too... Like, out in the open. Like, complete disclosure from the government or anything like that. It's going to be years-long process. Will it happen in our lifetime? Right now, I'm going to say yes. I think it will. Before um, it's all said and done, I think we're going to find out more about the alien thing. But now, kind of what I've been seeing is uh, Tucker Carlson had talked about it a little bit. And he said there was a disturbing element to it that he hasn't even told his wife about and that it's unconfirmed he said if he had the proof to back it he would say whatever it is he said there's a spiritual element to it that he doesn't understand either which is pretty fucking interesting because what i've been seeing is that these are interdimensional beings so time is not linear it's parallel so there's another there's several other timelines the multiverse um and these beings are coming into our timeline they're just basically time hopping right next to whatever the the timeline is 
And I think that's interesting. I, who knows if they run the government, if these interdimensional beings run, run the government. What if, what if they are just another species that's on Earth in the future or the past? Who fucking knows? Uh, it's, it's some pretty weird shit. But I think one thing I'd like to bring back for myself this year, bring back into my life, is the reintroduction of mysticism. I've gotten far away from it, and I feel like at one point I was very much in balance with the universe and the unknown. And it's something that I miss. I miss having a wonder about life. I've been purely living on reality's terms, and I'm spiritually hungry for something else. When I first discovered Joe Rogan and listened to the podcast that he did with Graham Hancock, it was something that completely rocked my world. They were talking about ayahuasca and these other dimensions that you enter into when you do it. And I feel like I need a little bit of a release from this earthly realm. And I don't mean taking drugs. Maybe. Maybe I'll take some mushrooms or something this year. But I, I've really... I mean, I don't smoke weed anymore. I, I don't really drink. I don't do mushrooms. Maybe I need to uh, have a little bit more fun in my life. That's what last night taught me, is I forget that I need to do things that are fun. Because I always just kind of brood and sit around and look at the wall and think about my life and how I'm not doing anything with myself. And I got to get away from that doesn't do me any good. I'm addicted to isolation and despair and being alone. I want to just sit quietly most of the time and think about how things aren't going my way. And I guess if that's my, re- like, if I have one resolution, that would really be it in addition to the health shit. Getting that all figured out and squared away is spiritually getting reintroduced to something i'm waiting for it i'm open to it i'm prepared for it to rock my world and for my opinions to be altered or changed i used to think maybe oh maybe having a girlfriend will reintroduce something into my life and i'll feel a certain way about things or if i was more successful or more happy in my career, I, I would feel better about things, but I uh, really, at the end of the day, I think it just starts and stops with me and the kind of mentality that I take about life, you know? Anyway, Happy New Year to you. I hope if you're having trouble right now with yourself, you're going to give yourself some grace, patience, and understanding. Keep on dreaming. I'll see you next week.